0: Welcome back to That Gay Shit. I'm Will, your host. Let's get into it. So up first we have an article titled Israeli Orthodox Rabbi Claims COVID-19 Vaccine Might Turn People Gay. That is fucking hilarious. Now this guy means it completely literally, it's still fucking funny. (laughs) Like, how stupid do you have to be to think that a vaccine can turn someone gay? It's like saying the fucking water or the chemicals in the water are turning the frogs gay. <laughs> like a conspiracy theory nut. Anyway, that's that's you know par for the course with ultra-orthodox uh, religions. So the article goes on to say, An ultra-orthodox rabbi has warned his followers against taking the COVID-19 vaccine because it might turn people gay. Which, there is no evidence of this. There's no evidence of any kind of vaccine ever turning people gay. Like, I, I, I don't get why people think there is evidence or they think it can happen because it doesn't. But who knows if he's right, maybe some of those uh, those straight crushes I have will, uh, will suddenly be reasonable. All kidding aside, it's not gonna happen. Straight people don't turn gay because they get a vaccine. Israel, which is leading the world in vaccinations, has had nearly half a million infections and close to 400,000 deaths. The ultra-orthodox community in Israel has recorded high rates of infection, stemming from low adherence to social distancing guidelines. Big surprise there. While the three most senior rabbis in the ultra-orthodox world have encouraged the use of the vaccine, Rabbi Daniel Azor or Azor has described it as part of a conspiracy. If you look at that! I was right to establish a new world order. <laughs> and the work of a global malicious government led by the Freemasons, the Illuminati, and Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates, among others. The fuck? <laughs> like, I can't even take this seriously. <laughs> global malicious government. <clears throat> oh. According to the Israel Hayom... Israel's most widely read newspaper, Azor, a popular rabbi with a large social media following, claims the vaccine might turn people gay. So, so we're letting, given that the, the whole precedent has been set recently where we don't like someone on social media, we just we ban them from everything. Why is he allowed on it? This is clearly a conspiracy nut. Especially as it goes on to say, Azor also called pharmaceutical giants Pfizer and Moderna, the US companies behind the vaccines, criminal organizations, along with the World Health Organization. He said the pharmaceutical companies had misled the ultra-Orthodox leaders into supporting the vaccines with false data. Good god, the sheer stupidity of this is just so funny to me. Like, how can you be Well, i totally get it you ultra religious science tends to not mesh well with that but to go as far as to say it would turn people gay like that is so stupid anyway beyond being blown away at how again there's there's no real better word for it than stupid this guy is and clearly his followers are there's not much else to say um, he wants the pandemic to continue, I guess. I don't know, reminds me of those, those articles that we're talking about religious leaders who said that COVID 19 was a punishment sent from God to punish gay people or whatever. I know I said punish there twice. Uh, and then they end up catching COVID. It's just like, I'm sorry, sir, your homophobia is showing through. Anyway, moving on. A gay professor allegedly told he didn't qualify for a job at a Christian university because of his sexuality. So a gay professor has claimed that he was denied a full-time teaching job at a Christian university because he is not heterosexual. Oh, geez, I'm going to butcher this man's name. Uh, Joe Rinedal, I'm really sorry if I mispronounced that, as I feel I did, started working at as an adjunct professor in the School of Health Services at Seattle Pacific University, SPU, in July 2019, but he was later denied the opportunity to join on a full-time basis because of his sexualities. His attorneys wrote in a letter sent to Don Martin, president of the university, on Monday, the 11th of January. Rindahl, or Rindahl, was an excellent instructor who was loved by his students and respected by his peers, his legal representative said. They added that Rindahl, who is a devout Christian, loved teaching at the institution and had a deep and profound respect for the university's mission and values. Despite this, he was denied the chance to join the university on a full-time basis due to his sexual orientation. The letter reads, despite Professor Rindahl's educational background and his distinguished 40-year nursing career, and despite hiring Professor Reendahl to teach in an adjunct capacity, SPU rejected Professor Reendahl's application for a full-time assistant associate professor of nursing position because Professor Reendahl is gay. Attorneys working on Reendahl's behalf said he was repeatedly encouraged to continue teaching at the university on a part-time adjunct basis, but the university refused to consider him for a full-time post. Professor Rindahl was devastated by this decision. The letter reads. Joe Rindall allegedly told he didn't qualify because he's gay. Uh, the article continues on explaining how his legal representatives have said that the university will find itself on the wrong side of history if it does not employ him as a full-time professor. Uh, and then we believe the SPU's discriminatory hiring practices and policies that seek to exclude qualified professionals from permanent full-time teaching positions on the basis of sexual orientation are contrary to the core values and beliefs of the community within which SPU operates, as well as the majority of SPU's own students, professors, and administrative professionals," his legal team wrote. We also believe that SPU's refusal to hire Professor Reendahl for a permanent teaching position in the nursing program because he is gay violates state and federal anti-discrimination laws. His attorney closed out the letter by calling on the university to hire Reendahl on a full-time basis on the nursing program. The law firm has also launched a petition calling on the university to bring Reendahl on board permanently. The petition so far has received more than 1,200 signatures. Joe Reendahl said the assistant dean of the School of Health Sciences notified him by telephone that his application was not being taken any further, according to the student newspaper The Falcon. She sort of delineated a little bit that to be a full-time faculty, you have to sign an agreement that you are a heterosexual. There was an allusion to that, he said. She didn't reference any policy or anything. I was just told that I didn't qualify because I was not heterosexual. Seattle Pacific University said it is currently reviewing the lawsuit and declined to comment on the claims. Well, just like with the last article, their homophobia is showing through. Because if anyone's been paying attention to the news recently, you would know that the Pope, and this might have been even like a month ago or two months ago, a couple weeks ago, time has no more meaning anymore, (laughs) Uh, said that as Pope Francis does, he has come out uh, time and time again in support of the LGBT uh, plus community. And he's come out in, I think the most recent one was him coming out in support of civil unions, still not you know, openly supporting gay marriage, but civil unions as a alternate path to recognizing that LGBT plus partnerships and, well, specifically, uh, homosexual relationships are valid and viewed and that we're all, in his words, you know, God's children. And personally for me, Pope Francis is my second favorite religious leader. Uh, right behind the the Dalai Lama. So this just uh, so sad Like just sad. That's really all I can say. And even this guy is a practicing Christian. I mean, I am very very much against organized religion in Almost all of its capacities. I don't want to say all because there are some areas where I don't disagree with it, but I vehemently disagree and are against large-scale, organized religions such as these massive, like, Christianity and whatnot. I just really, really, really don't like them because it leads to, to shit like this that people are being denied a position despite sharing the same values simply for the fact that they aren't heterosexual. Like, it's... it's pathetic. And this university is a joke. Like, if you are rejecting qualified professionals because they aren't, you know, because they are gay, like, if you're rejecting people on something so insignificant as that, like, that plays no role into how well someone can do their job, and you're rejecting them on that basis, well, then your institution is a joke because you aren't looking for the best, you're just looking for the best person who happens to be straight when there are several very successful gay individuals. And I would point to the field of computer science where the entire field of modern computer science was founded by a gay man. It was founded by Alan Turing, who, if you don't know, was the one who is considered the father of computer science, as well as the man who figured out how to crack the the German codebreakers during World War II. And it was one of the reasons why the Allies won the war at all. And he was so good at cracking it that the Allies had to take deliberate losses so that the Germans wouldn't catch on, that they'd figured out how to break their codes. And then to say kind of what happened to him after the war, because he was gay, he was charged with gross indecency, uh, as it was illegal to be gay in the UK at that time. He was then given the choice, so he was prosecuted for that, found guilty, and he was given the choice between, I forget if it was death or life in prison, and chemical castration. He opted for chemical castration, and two years later, killed himself. And time and time again in history, there are very successful individuals who are members of the LGBT community, and to say that to dismiss them just because of that is, ridiculously absurd. Um, another really, this less famous, but I believe it was Leonardo da Vinci. He was put on trial twice for being gay. So likely he was, uh, but at that time he was very good friends with, I believe it was the King of France and he had very high up friends uh, who were wealthy. He got very good lawyers. So he wasn't executed for that as he would have been at the time. But there are several people who have done these monumentous things that either we ignore that they're gay or well, that's typically what we do. We just ignore that they're they're gay and then continue to let shit like this go by without saying anything. Anyway, moving on from that, I was debating whether I would cover this. I will. Uh, it has to do with Brie Larson. Anyone who knows me would know that I do not like Brie Larson. I think she is a decent actress. She's done some decent roles. Uh, I really enjoyed Captain Marvel in her movie. I found her to... I've not read the Marvel comics, so I don't have that kind of sense of her, the comic version of Captain Marvel. So in the movie, I in her movie, the Captain Marvel movie, I found her to be decent, uh, kind of funny. I kind of like that kind of dry snarkiness. And then I didn't like her in Endgame. I found she took the snarkiness uh, just into straight bitchiness. Uh, and then I find Brie Larson just to just not be someone I enjoy listening to talk. Not that it's anything specifically against her. She just has one of those personalities that I really don't like and a lot of people don't like. From the geek community at least, she's just not a fun person. (laughs) Um, But you know, if you like her, that's great, good for you. And if you don't, it's good for you as well. Anyway, so recently on one of her YouTube videos, she dropped hints that she is either gay, bisexual, she isn't straight. Now I'm going to say that looking at her, my gaydar pings, like from the first moment I saw her in those, like any interviews or whatnot, like I just like gaydar pings. So I have no doubt that the woman is not straight. Uh, So recently she did a YouTube video taking a series of online quizzes about herself one which was entitled which lesser known brie larson character are you she was responding to the question you're 10 years old how do you spend an hour of recess when she answered i'd probably be on the computer library searching how do i know if i'm gay which for those of you who don't know that is a very common thing that young lgbt youth do is they will look up things like am i gay quiz or am i gay test how do i know if i'm gay stuff like that because by nature of being gay you're born as a minority that you're not born into other members of that minority, you're kinda alone. You're alone until you grow up and can join the greater community. So, due to the general taboo nature of talking about sexuality and the presumption of kids just being cisgender heterosexual, they find themselves very confused and so they turn to the internet to try and figure it out. something I've done, it's something Everyone I know who has questioned their sexuality or who is um, Gay or bisexual now that I know has done just because It's really tough to figure it out when you've been presumed to be one way for so long, but You're worried that and it is often a worry that you know, you're different You just don't really kind of know what it is and you just don't have this sense of certainty so it's figuring Out who you are can be very difficult and it's it's kind of nice to try and do like a just is this how I am Uh, to get insight into yourself and try and not have to do those hours of self-reflection and contemplation to eventually come to that conclusion so a clip featuring the part of the video has been circulating on Twitter leading to the actress to become a trending topic on Thursday afternoon Uh, so then the article has A lot of tweets, one of them being like, Brie Larson at 10 years old in the school library searching, how do I know if I'm gay? And it's that scene from Captain Marvel where she's on one of those mountainous desktop computers from the 90s in the library, typing one finger at a time. Uh, A lot of them seem to have been deleted or don't show up properly in the article. Uh, Some people, as people on Twitter tend to be, uh, are kind of going crazy, uh, dropping things, saying things like, I'm actually unhinged right now. Did this bitch really just throw that baby gay comment out there thinking we wouldn't completely unpack it on the timeline? Like, just really not things that I think should be blowing up. Like, I I honestly wish this wasn't a big deal. Um, and then another one said, Brie Larson is a sapphic, a win for the gays. Uh, so two things here if you don't know, sapphic refers to the ancient Greek poet, uh, I believe her name was Sappho, uh, or that was the island she lived on. Anyway she was she's often referred to as the OG original lesbian because she was a lesbian and she lived on an island of of with other lesbians. Um, and she was a poet and she it's why like sapphic is often referred to, how a lesbian woman is Uh, and then I disagree it is not a win for the gays just because she's not a widely liked individual I'll say it seems the general consensus about her is that she isn't a widely liked person as I've said before I don't really like her and I don't think she's a great person to become the face of the LGBTQ community just because she tends to be rather abrasive I guess is the best word um she's known a lot for saying things like there's the really famous clip of blue was after a wrinkle in time she was accepting some award uh she said to to white dude 40 year old white dudes this movie's not for you and just really turning off the audience when the movie's about this biracial girl going to find her father who's played by chris pine who is a middle-aged white dude (laughs) um I'm going to be honest, I wish this wasn't as big a deal as it was. Um, and I also really just don't like Brie Larson. I just don't. <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about this article. Uh, if she's coming to terms with who she is, that is great for her. Um, and if she is trying to queer bait people, uh, may she burn in hell because that is not not something anyone should do. Like if she's trying to build up a following of gay people by alluding to the fact that she might be a lesbian without actually being a lesbian or bisexual or anything like that and being completely cisgender heterosexual yet trying to make it seem like she is gay online for clout, as is very popular on TikTok, then it's not good. She's just being lying and deceitful. And especially because the gay community at large, well, if there's media with gay people in it, they tend to pay money for it uh, and whatnot. I don't wanna say just like pay money for it, but they tend to support it or consume said media. (laughs) So it's very, very often talked about that queer baiting, um, just being used to get that that queer audience. Uh, And then this last article, a golfer, Justin Thomas, is losing his sponsorship from i believe it's uh, polo ralph Lauren, because he said a homophobic slur after he missed a putt he has apologized but as such so i'll i'll read through it so he's an american sportsman turned professional in 2013 when he won his first pro tournament uh, at the 2014 nationwide children's hospital championship uh, so the article kind of goes through who he is. Um, Currently, he is third in the world, ranking below American Justin Johnson and Spaniard John Ram. So at the Century Tournament on the 9th of January, after missing a five-putt par putt during championships, Thomas uttered, and then he said, the full F slur. So the F slur is used to refer to gay men, and it comes from, in British slang, kind of around the early 1900s, when uh you would refer to either a bundle of sticks or a cigarette as a fag that's what it was and that's the word that was used it's why if you read a book like angela's ashes that's the term that's used to refer to cigarettes now when lynch mobs started rounding up gay men uh they would roll them up in carpets and then burn them alive from one end and they would look like a cigarette burning and thus they were called fags or fags is not a word i think that really should be said personally i think it's offensive it used vaguely as a death threat uh very offensive uh and i just like i am glad that is here i'll (laughs) keep going through the rest of it and then i'll kind of give my some more thoughts from there but it is a very offensive word that a lot of people I find don't know the history of it, because it does count. The history of it comes from how they would find gay men and then they would kill them, burn them alive. So the homophobic comment was heard via television microphones, which Thomas was unaware of. He has since issued an apology, referring to the comment as inexcusable. So following the third round in which he made the comment, Thomas issued an apology and explained how he never knew the microphone would pick him up, On the 9th of January, he said, First off, I just apologize. I am an adult. I am a grown man. There's absolutely no reason for me to be saying anything like that. It's terrible. Yet he still said it anyway. I'm extremely embarrassed. It's not who I am. It's not the kind of person that I am or anything that I do. Yet you did it. Unfortunately, I did it, and I have to own up to it, and I'm very apologetic. He addressed the situation again on January 10th, explaining the situation had been... His main priority, despite battling for a top spot in Hawaii, uh, for another championship, I don't really keep up with sports. Sports don't really interest me. He told reporters that he didn't have to explain himself, but added, I clearly screwed up. I made a terrible, terrible judgment call. Uh, Keeps going through his, his statement on it, pretty much repeating the same thing. Yes, so back in 2020, Scott Piercy also, so lost two of his endorsements after sharing a homophobic meme on social media. A similar action could be taken by Thomas's sponsors, which include Titleist, FootJoy, Polo, City, NetJets, Woodford Reserve, and Beats. So, how I feel about things like this? So, if some sport athletes, especially in things like golf or smaller sports that are still rather big, right? They get their their sponsorships, their endorsements. Now, I am fine with and completely agree with companies is if they, you know, they're, who they're sponsoring says something like the the full F slur, the full six letters of it to pull that sponsorship or, you know, they have a a sex scandal or something like that to pull that sponsorship because what you're doing by sponsoring someone is you're acting like you're putting them as kind of like a brand ambassador, right? They are they're they're representing your brand and your brand's kind of ideals and opinions and stuff like that and so if they start getting wrapped up in things that you don't want your brand to be associated with you pull that endorsement because suddenly it's not good for your brand these people are just basically their marketing campaigns at that point when they're being endorsed by various companies is they are being endorsed for their name and you know their brand allies with the company's brand so they form a that kind of endorsement but as soon as this sportsman's brand doesn't align with what the company wants their brand to be about it's totally justified to pull that sponsorship because you're no longer acting as a good ambassador for the brand right it it would be no different than if he again engaged in like a sex scandal or said a different slur um, whether it's a a racial slur or something like that like that's totally justified because by supporting and endorsing that individual, their actions are also what the company is supporting and endorsing, so if the company doesn't want to be seen as supporting or endorsing something that's offensive, then they pull that support or endorsement. Now I really despise anyone using the F-slur, other than to talk about its history and its significance, simply due to the fact that it carries so much historical significance. It's not... Like I, I despise cancel culture, especially recently about that, that kid who, I think they were like 15, they were singing on, along to a rap song, said the N-word, and then it got spread around a video of it, and then a classmate held on to it to cancel them when they were trying to get into university. I think that is a terrible thing to do, and I don't think it's deserved. If you have an issue with the N-word being said you should go after the people who put it into pop culture and music, not the people who sing along to their favorite songs. Like some rappers that I enjoy will say the F slur. Not that I really listen to rappers, but there's a few songs or there's a couple of them that I enjoy and they'll upon occasion say the F slur. I don't sing along to those parts because I again don't like the F slur, but if someone's singing along and says that I don't take issue with that. I don't take issue with the person singing along. I take issue with the rapper and i take issue with the person and the people who endorse people who say this yet criticize people who are enjoying said content and it really bugs me when you know people want to sing along to their songs but the rapper drops the n-word every you know sentence and you can't because you'll just get cancelled if you try to sing along to a song you might really enjoy whether it's the beat or the other lyrics to the song So all that to say, I don't think this guy should be cancelled because it doesn't seem like he was saying it at someone. He just said it as like a frustration. Uh, Of course, I could be entirely wrong. Really, I totally get why the sponsorships are being pulled and I think that's all that needs to happen. Like, he shouldn't be cancelled because he you know, said the F-slur, that's not grounds to cancel someone, and I don't think we should be canceling people anyway. I really dislike it. Uh, anyway, that's that's really all I have to say on that. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time. If you want some news updates, follow me on Twitter or Instagram. On Twitter, we're at that gay, uh, shit, but there's no I in shit, it's just at capital T, lowercase h, a, t, capital G, lowercase a, y, capital S, lowercase h, and t, and then on Instagram, we are thatgaysh.t, uh, so thatgaysh.t. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, and I will catch you next time.